Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Here's this morning's segment on Talk Back with Chuck Wilder, as broadcast on CRN Digital Talk Radio. Everybody's talking at me. CRN Digital Talk Radio, Chuck Wilder here, swayed at the network. We're live across America and around the world at crntalk.com. Hey, right now, I want to go to the one and only Mr. Frank Savato, host of the Underground USA podcast, heard everywhere podcasts are heard, and he can be heard twice weekly on the Captain's America Third Watch, syndicated nationally on the Salem and Genesis Communication affiliate stations. And by the way, his website undergroundusa.com. Hello, Mr. Savato. How are you? Wilder. Yes, you are Wilder. Or I didn't hear the first part, probably. He <laughs> says Mi- Mr. Wilder. Mr. Wilder. <laughs> yes, I did. The, the Mr. didn't come out, and I said, oh, he changed his name. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, we've just gotten more informal, that's all. Oh, we've been that way for a long time, huh? Yes. <laughs> remember, yeah. remember when we both had to wear ties? Yes. All right. I remember when we both uh, had hair, so you know. Oh, that's true. Yes, and uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna let the listener know that we're gonna try to get into three subjects today. We'll see how we work on it. Uh, number one will be the ten-year-old uh, girl who was raped multiple times in Ohio. Uh, we'll talk about Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia. I guess he was running out of gas. He went there to get some more <laughs> oil. Uh, and then, if time. Uvalde law enforcement response failure. You know, on the uh, 10-year-old girl, uh, I ran across an article very interesting. A Telemundo reporter confirmed that alleged rapist Garrison Fuentes, I think it is, Fuentes, is involved in a domestic relationship with the mother of the 10-year-old girl that he's been charged of raping, kind of raising questions about whether the woman was attempting to protect him because she was involved personally, yes. But uh, and now, a domestic relationship, there's additional children in the household. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. This is a sad and just infuriating story all the way around. First and foremost, this guy shouldn't have been in the country. He shouldn't have been in the country, let right. alone have proximity to children that he was abusing like this. It's unbelievable what he got away with. The second point of this story that is disturbing, aside from what you said, that he was having a domestic relationship with the mother who either was too stupid to know what was going on mm-hmm. or turned a blind eye to it because she was, she was under his spell, so to speak. That's just a, a failure of parenting on, of the highest order when you sacrifice your 10-year-old daughter to a man in your house repeatedly. That's, she should be going to jail. 
just as he should be going to jail, and mm-hmm. then he should be deported. But the big issue here with this is that the people involved with knowing about this didn't do anything about it until she was traveled across state lines for an abortion. The you first doctor and, yeah. did, didn't report it the way the law mandates. When it did ah, come okay. to light to the police officers in Columbus, Ohio, they didn't do anything. And one of the big reasons that I suspect they didn't do anything is because Columbus is a sanctuary city. Ah, yeah. You know, and if they if they would have acted on this and arrested him, then he would have been in the system. If that's the case, the police chief needs to go, and everybody attached with the case needs to be fired. Because you do not but, sacrifice a 10-year-old child to a child molester because of your ideology. But here's the other thing, Frank, in this uh, Telemundo report, and he's saying most of the blame... They are accusing the Republicans. It's their <laughs> fault. You know why? Because, see, the 10-year-old impregnated as a result of rape had been forced to travel to Indiana to obtain an abortion after Ohio laws tightened in the wake of that Supreme Court reversal of Roe versus Wade. That's what caused that, the whole thing. The mother, the illegal alien, and the little 10-year-old had nothing to do with it. Wow. That, and, that's, and that statement by Telemundo was a bald-faced lie. Yeah. The laws in Ohio do not prohibit abortions in the case of rape, incest, oh. or, the, or the life of the mother. So that, oh, really? that is a lie. Ah, thank now, you. What, thank the, you. The, another thing that came out that was very interesting to me is that the initial doctor in Ohio happens to be an abortion activist. <laughs> So you're seeing you're seeing the the perfect storm of stupidity happening here in the sanctuary city status for people who are breaking our federal laws, and an activist who broke the law in not reporting this to facilitate a narrative for the radical left in the false narrative that well, the child had to go to another state to get an abortion because Ohio forbids it. That's a lie. Wow. And that narrative is a false narrative, and it's a false narrative that was picked up by the White House. Yeah, you, know, you see, so, what so, I did, you know, in my search, you know, I, I come up and I get an MSNBC, Stephanie Raul, is that her name, Raleigh, R-U-H-L-E? Yeah, Stephanie Raul or whatever. Raul, yeah, rude, maybe. Anyway, 10-year-old girls raped had to flee, you know, because of Roe versus Wade. Boy, they grab hold of a lie, and they just keep it going, keep it going. And it's it's amazing that out of two different sources I went to, both of them are giving you the false information. Just goes yeah. to show you. This was the one thing that I listened to a, a bunch of podcasts, including yours and, and, and a couple others. And when I was listening to Glenn Beck on this one, uh, uh-huh. he had the only journalist who actually dug into this from PJ Media. Her name was Megan Fox. and oh, yeah. And she was filing FOIA requests with the police department, was digging into who the doctors were. She's the one who gets credited with actually digging into the story. If the mainstream media was doing its job and wasn't just a puppet propaganda outlet for the radical left in this country, we would be, all of us, infuriated at what happened because they sacrificed a 10-year-old on the altar of abortion activism. This is repugnant. It's crossed the line in such a dramatic way 
that we really should be examining the, the abortion rights movement's motivation, their intentions, uh, their morality, definitely, and who's funding them. Because I, I, don't, know, I don't know about you, I, I think I speak for you, Chuck, sacrificing a 10-year-old child on, on the altar of activism, we can't have that. And it's something that we have to push back on with everything that we are. Or what are we as a society? If, if we're willing to sacrifice a 10-year-old child's life because we need to be right, that's repugnant. That's repugnant. And also, uh, yeah. and also, you know, dropping the fact that he was an illegal from Mexico, you know. Uh, this is with what Biden's new swift enter the United States plan that he has. I wonder how long the, the guy's been here, do you know? Well, that I don't know, because they're, the Columbus Police Department is slow walking and obstructing the information coming out about this like you can't believe. Remember, they knew about this. They knew about this, this event almost three weeks before it made national news, and they did nothing. Isn't the uh, law, Frank, you know everything, all right, but isn't the law for sexual contact in Mexico 12 years old? That I don't know. I don't know what the age of consent is in in Mexico. I was thinking it was uh, 12, and so here he is. He's even breaking his own country's laws because she's only 10. Quite honestly, I don't even know if he's Mexican. I mean, he, he he could be from any of the countries that are using Mexico as a portal into the United States. So yeah, the, yeah. the the fact is, it doesn't matter where he's from. It doesn't matter what their laws are. It doesn't even matter right, what cult- right. what their culture says. Our laws say this, and he raped a child repeatedly. He deserves to rot in a cell for the rest of his life. Any good parent would be restraining themselves as hard as they could from wanting to disembowel this jerk. He's a piece yeah. of filth. That's the kind of person that Donald Trump was talking about when he said, we don't, want, we don't want your criminals in our country. He wasn't talking about the hardworking people that come over and work the farms and, and try to get ahead and want to make a good lives for themselves mm-hmm. to, to actually embrace freedom. He was talking about filth like this. We don't want them. We don't need to take them, regardless of what the left says. We don't have to give criminals opportunity here. You want to come to the United States? Obey our laws assimilate, and be productive. That's not too much to ask for the guarantee of freedom, even though with the left in power, that seems to be waning a little bit. Well, I was going to say, you know, the <clears throat> welcome to the greatest country in the world, TFN. Till further notice, because it's uh, running, <laughs> running near empty right now. So, yeah. Hey, did you mention uh, a town in Ohio? Did you say Clovis, Ohio? Columbus. Columbus. Okay, thank you. Thank Columbus. You. That's where that's okay. where this took place. Um, All right. And I don't, you know, sanctuary city. I get what you're trying to do, but when people start breaking the laws to this extent, and and this is this is the worst that you can possibly do. This is one of the worst things that you can possibly do. Repeatedly rape a child. Yep. To to run interference for that because of your ideology, you've got to look at yourself in the mirror and, I, and say, what am I? And I assume that the mansion they lived in, you know, had so many bedrooms that Mama didn't know what was going on. I know I'm stereotyping on this and I'm painting my own picture, but you can't help but know that the sounds of what was going on echoed through the house. 
and that makes it even more gut-wrenching. And now this child is scarred uh, for life. And now supposedly Mama is uh, pregnant again. So, wow. No, there's a line from a movie that says, you need a driver's license to drive a car, but any idiot can have a child. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Oh, you know, boy, I'm not. Okay. I'm not saying that we. I'm not saying that we license people. You know, that we vet people for parenthood. But if you're going to have a child, be a parent. And isn't it be amazing? All the yeah. And isn't it amazing? All the false reports, just like the two that I had. You know, Roe versus Wade. That's what caused this. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. And you. You never know. I mean, I guess it's you, what you want to do is try to ignore mainstream media. When you are the cog of a propaganda machine, such as the mainstream media is, they need to push their agenda 100% of the time. And what they've proven to us is that the mainstream media in this country, for the overwhelming part, doesn't give a damn about human life. And they especially don't give a damn about our children. Because to not report the truth about this story in particular, Uh I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Talk about an abdication of responsibility. It's sickening. Well, Frank, here's our break. We're going to take that real quick. We'll be back with more from Frank Savato. We'll be talking about uh, Biden returning from Saudi Arabia. I don't know if he got a full tank of gas there or not. We'll find out. And uh, do the rest of this comment. It's all coming to you from Frank Savato. UndergroundUSA.com. Underground. USA.com. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. Everybody's talking at me. CRN, Chuck Wilder with Frank Savato, host of the Underground USA podcast. Also, uh, he has the Captain's America Third Watch uh, heard twice weekly, and that's on Salem and Genesis Communications. And uh, talking about the terrible situation that went on with the 10-year-old girl, uh, I'm seeing some reports there, Frank, that uh, maybe the abortion industry is uh, feeding a lot of this false information, you know? I, I would have no doubt. They are, they are all in on making this not only, not only something that they can capitalize off of for their, for their movement, but something that the, their liberal political people can capitalize on for the midterms and the 2024 election. You know, the left is hell-bent on making this a political issue. They are trying to, to mint the false narrative into people's minds that the Supreme Court decision outlawed abortion. It did not. What the Supreme Court decision did was say that the federal government has no purview over an issue that belongs to the states individually. This is something that if we wouldn't have had the three horrible decisions that culminated in the, in the Commerce Clause being something that Congress bastardized on a daily basis to give them purview over everything in our lives, 
if those decisions wouldn't have been made and they would have gone the other way, we would have had fidelity to the Constitution. And, and that fidelity would have said, you know, the states are the biggest, are, are the most potent government in your life. The federal government just cleans up the stuff that, that falls in between the cracks when we talk about our nation as a country. So the federal government never was supposed to be a central government. It was never intended to be that. It was supposed to be almost a boring job because the power was supposed to remain with the states. And that's what the Supreme Court ruled. They ruled with fidelity to the Constitution. Abortion is nowhere in the Constitution. It falls under nothing. And when you talk about Roe versus Wade, that was a privacy ruling. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an abortion ruling. It was a privacy ruling. So they were correct. If you look at the Constitution and, and read it with fidelity, the Supreme Court decision is correct. It's not the purview here. Each separate state gets to say how they feel about this because it more accurately represents the people of that state. So California, New York, Illinois, if they want to go full-blown, you know, abortion up until the the moment the baby's born, they can pass legislation and do that should they choose. But they're going to have to answer to the people of their state, places like Texas and Florida and, and, and other places who believe in the sanctity of life, and except for in the cases of, of rape, incest, and, and the life of the mother, can pass those laws. If you don't like the law in the state that you're living with and you just can't live with it, move. You, you're not abdicating your, Amer- your American citizenship, but, uh, you know, you've got companies leaving California and people leaving California because of taxes and because of other laws. But you're telling me because they they may put in a draconian uh, abortion law that that you're just going to stay and and say that the federal government has to come in and fix this? No, no. So it's not it's not Roe versus Wade that did this. It's it's just not. This is the Constitution is clear. If you want to get an abortion, you can go to a state to get an abortion. Right. And most every state, even Louisiana, you've got legislatures down, legislators down there starting to say we have to revisit this so that we can include sanctity for, for rape, incest, and, and the life of the mother. Anybody, anybody can agree to that. Anybody can agree to that. You're not going to force a 10-year-old child to be a mother. What kind of a monster are you? Yeah. You know, a, a former guest I had on, Reese Lloyd, today, uh, sent me some stuff, and he was uh, saying that, <clears throat> I guess he looked it up, and said that the rapists uh, actually came from Guatemala, and then he Guatemala. was wondering if they were on the income, you know, where you have E-Verify, and you don't have E-Verify, you know, were we paying this guy? I mean, boy, so many oh, I, different, yeah. I have no, I have no doubt, I have no doubt that he is, that he is receiving government subsidies. Right. And if he's not, the woman he's in the domestic partnership probably is. Absolutely. Now, I know that's stereotyping, but when you, when the stereotype is correct 90% of the time, it's not going out on a limb that far to make the statement. Yeah, kind of like drunk driving. You're either drunk or you're not, and there's a big difference. I just made that up. Okay, Frank, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, let's talk about uh, the president, Biden. That's his name, Biden, returns from Saudi Arabia, empty-handed on oil. Hmm. Frank Savato, undergroundusa.com. What? 
undergroundusa.com. Hey, this is Judson Carroll with Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. One thing Frank always reminds me to mention is that my books and my podcasts are not limited to my region of the Southern Appalachian Mountains. I'm a master herbalist with a working knowledge of hundreds of herbs that are available all around you no matter where you live and keep your family in optimal health. I'm now offering a free newsletter through Substack. Please find me on Substack at Judson Carroll Master Herbalist or JudsonCarroll.com. And I look forward to communicating with you in the future. Thanks. Everybody's talking at me. CRN, my guest, Frank Savato, Chuck Wilder here. And uh, going to talk now about uh, your president, Biden. <laughs> Returns from Saudi Arabia empty-handed on oil. And then uh, Kashagagi, Kashahagi, lies about it. Kashahagi, yes, that sounds Japanese. Sounds like they're getting ready to attack. <laughs> but anyway, um, interesting here. I, I, this was from uh, M. Dowling. I think you're, you're familiar with her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said Joe Biden went to Saudi Arabia to beg for oil, came out empty-handed, of course. And he could ramp up the U.S. production, but he won't. And he also planned to call out Prince Solomon for the alleged murder of Jamal Kakashaki. And that didn't happen either. Boy, there were a lot of strange things going on during this meeting, wasn't there? Well, actually, nothing went on during this meeting, except for the fact that he wore out some knee pads that gleaned him absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing for the effort. You know, uh, he, he went over to Israel kind of stumbled into a truth by saying, yeah, Jerusalem's their capital, because the left doesn't believe that. The left oh, believes wow, it should be yeah. a fractured city, so the Palestinians have half. Then he went over and he shook hands with the Palestinians, which didn't, didn't make anybody um, in Israel pretty happy. And then he went over to Saudi Arabia. Now, the only thing that did, the only thing that did come out, and this is related to Israel, that's why I'm bundling this uh-huh. together. The only thing that did come out that was a positive is that... He kind of was in the room when an agreement was made that uh, that air traffic would be open um, to the west and to Israel over Riyadh, which is a big deal because it's kind of an indicator that Saudi Arabia is looking to bolster its defense capabilities uh, in preparation for something happening with Iran. So we've got to watch this carefully. The thing that was eyebrow-raising to me in all of that is that used to be the role of the United States. The U.S. Air Force used to be what was based over in Saudi Arabia. That would be, that would be the Air Force backup that was called into play. Even the around the Mediterranean would, become, would be called into play. Off of our aircraft carriers would be called into play. But suddenly, Israel has... has freedom to fly over Riyadh, which opens up that avenue for Israel. Hmm. So Saudi Arabia is is giving the nod to a nation that at one point in time they wanted to push into the sea for, to help with their defense. How low on the ladder does the United States fall in foreign policy? You know, but to the oil aspect of this, he got nothing. After, after saying in his campaign, which again catered to his radical left base, that he was going to make Saudi Arabia 
a pariah on the world stage because of their wealth of and, and exploitation of, of fossil fuel and their human rights violations against women and every gay people and everything else. He was going to make yeah. them a pariah, and the left applauded. And let and me they, tell you real quick, said, uh, on the report, one of the reports I saw, uh, uh, one of the reporters shouted, President Biden, is Saudi Arabia still a pariah? And the reporter was quickly ushered out of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they can't have dissent when you, you know, yeah. you don't. You don't scream at the despotic leader because the secret police comes and takes you away. Yeah. You know. They're taking me away. Ha-ha, yeah. Yeah. He he went there. He he met with them with the intention of saying, hey, we need you to uptick your your oil production to help our our economy over here in the United States. Well, when Saudi Arabia and the United States had a good relation for foreign relationship, they – would have actually entertained that, although they didn't always do what we asked, but they did a lot of times. They re- the royal family remembered this. They remembered the pariah statement, and they told Joe Biden to go scratch. Hmm. He got nothing. They will not. They said, "Ah, eh, we're we're at capacity. We we can't do anything for you." And that was it. Yeah. So well, you know, I also I mentioned those, uh, right. the Kasagi. I can't, K-H-A-S-H-O-G-G-I, the guy murdered. Uh, yeah. And the president uh, uh, replied no when asked if Saudi, a foreign minister who was at the meeting, was telling the truth uh, when he told the uh, crown prince he believed he was responsible for the Kasagi murder. Uh, it sounded like he was trying to stir up a lot of trouble over there at times, you know. But you never know I, if he knows what he's doing. I, I doubt that he was cognizant about the repercussions of anything that that, that vomited out of his mouth. Um, the fact that the left is, is making, I'm not saying that the assassination of a journalist is something that we should condone. It's not. And and we should, we should make a, a hard stance against that because you can't be targeting people who are trying to tell the truth. But the fact that there is so much wrong with, with the Saudi society when it comes to human rights, the, the average woman in Saudi Arabia is oppressed beyond anything that the people over here in the United States and the left could ever fathom. To make, to make that a sticking point for foreign relations, the assassination of a journalist, over all of the other things that Saudi Arabia does in its society, is a little disingenuous. You, you can't elevate a journalist above the people. You just can't. So this idea that this is the stumbling block for foreign relations between Saudi Arabia and the United States, it, I, it's really, it really is just disingenuous. You want to talk about egregious, egregious human rights issues? We can talk about those all day long when it comes to the Islamic culture over in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Women, women just got the right to drive over there. You know. So where, where are the feminist groups over here and the leftist groups over here screaming about that? No, they're going to they're going to lay their they're going to hang their hat on this journalist. Because why? Because journalists over here in the United States are propaganda puppets and they have to protect them. You know, supposedly, Frank, uh, the main thing he was going over there for was to talk about oil uh, mm-hmm. and remind me. Well, I'll tell you now that I understand they're not accepting American money anymore that they're now using something else and china changed that all around and all that stuff but here's what the crown prince said and listener i want you to listen to this carefully all right 
whenever Joe was asking about getting oil. The crown prince said that unified efforts were required to support the global economy and that unrealistic policies regarding energy sources would only lead to inflation. Adopting unrealistic policies to reduce emissions by excluding the main energy sources will lead into the coming years, listen to this, unprecedented inflation, increase in energy prices, and rising unemployment, and worsening of serious social and security problems. That was the prince. You think he was reading the headlines, you know, from uh, Fox? <laughs> I you. Well, I, I, I just think he's telling the truth. Yeah. When you, fa- when you falsely manipulate the economy uh, from any vantage point, you're not serving the people at all, and you're definitely not serving a free market. And, and what the energy policies in this country under the Biden administration have proved is that they don't care about the American citizen. They don't care about the American people. If they did, they would be making sure that, that the economy was going better so people could live better. But they don't. They're, they're literally forcing an ideology onto the people. They're saying, you will get on board with the green ideology movement. You don't have a choice. When you have the Secretary of Transportation coming out and, say, and, and saying, well, it's really not about gas prices. It's just about you actually going out and buying an electric car. You should just go out and buy an electric car. You can get a sixty-seven hundred dollar rebate on it, but you got to get you, you got to get an electric car. Don't talk to me about gas prices. It's an electric car, electric this, electric that. If mm-hmm. if everybody did what they asked, Chuck, and went out and bought an electric car today, we just went out and said, okay, fine. I'm going to triple mortgage my house and go out and buy a sixty thousand dollar vehicle. When everybody plugged the car in at night, we would crash. Right. We would crash the energy grid. Did you know what? Like Let me e- tell you that you you mentioned like this to EMP me before. Hit every city. Yeah, you mentioned this to me before, right? And I and I mentioned it a couple of weeks back about exactly what you just said about you know you're plugging in to recharge. Oh no, they're using solar energy to recharge. Yeah, but don't travel on a cloudy day. <laughs> yeah, but this is you know like at night. I guess it's to store it up. And then the thing is that right now all of you know the components that go into the electric cars are going to be made in China. This sounds like yeah. a, that sounds like a little Biden hunter and a little Joe, you know, hunter. Well, this is, without doubt, all, all of the collusion that's happening in the business world between China and the United States, the, the Bidens are making something out of. You know, he's, a, he's, he's going so far as to unlocking our strategic oil reserve putting it on the market, and guess who's buying it? China. Yeah. So we don't, care you, uh, about, we, mm-hmm. we don't care about gas prices here for Americans, but let's make sure we give our strategic oil reserve to the people who hate us the most. And speaking of those chips, Frank, I don't know if you saw this story, but uh, real quick, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband purchased up to $5 million in stock options for a computer chip company ahead of a vote on legislation it's going to be taking this week that would deliver billions of dollars of subsidies to boost the chip manufacturing industry. Now, they don't mention, you know, that's China, China, China. But, you know, here we go again with what's it called, insider trading? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's completely and blatantly against the law, and it's against the rules of of the House of Representatives. But she doesn't care. She doesn't care. 
there, there was a there was a represent a Republican representative, I believe, from Georgia or Florida, one of the two. I can't remember correctly. Who years back told his son to buy some stock because because he did, he was doing the same thing Pelosi did. He had to resign, and his son went, and his son had to pay a fine to the SEC. But Nancy Pelosi won't. No. So the duplicity is is insane. If you're on the left side of the aisle, you can you can insider trade, you can lie about uh, relationships on the international stage, you, you can just ignore the Constitution and say it's all because I'm I'm doing it for the common good. I don't see how making Mr. Pelosi richer is the common good, and she should be frog marched frog marched out of the House of Representatives in orange and chains for this. And for a lot of the other damage she did to the United yeah. States, but that will never happen. And you know never the main happened. reason, yeah. If there's a dim after her name, Democrat. Yep. It is that yep. s- double standard, right? Hey, Frank, we have uh, we got about four minutes here before we have to take our break. Very little time after that. Uh, I wanted to get your overall opinion because I'm, I'd love to hear exact. Well, I don't always like. I won't love to hear it <laughs> because you know you tell so much truth. Uh, but you want to get into this Uvalde shooting, and I wanted to, to get your comments on that. Uh, had a report on it earlier that uh, that I was discussing, and uh, uh, you know, and the guy was talking to Michael Letts. He's a co-found uh, CEO and founder of Invest USA for Bulletproof Vest. And you look at those guys that some of them go down there and then they come back and then another guy washes his hands. And, and the, the video, listener, if you ever get a chance, check out the video on it because it shows you it's like a, a whole bunch of sheep with no leader, right? This was a, this was a dramatic failure of leadership. The, the report that came out noted 77 strategic systemic failures in the response. Wow. There were 300... There were over 350 officers on the scene, and and no one was leading them. So this is, you know, I'm I am a supporter of law enforcement. I, I spent uh, I spent close to two decades as a as a first responder, a firefighter, and a paramedic. Worked with them daily. Mm-hmm. They're good people who try to do the best job that they can, given given what they are asked to do. In this instance. There was a gigantic failure that caused lives, and it's a failure of leadership and a failure of the chain of command. The, I do not understand, and I, I understand this is the case in several areas around the country in, in many states. I don't understand why a school district gets to have an armed law enforcement division, because that was who was supposed to be in the lead in in uvalde the uvalde school district's law enforcement police chief who didn't have a radio didn't have access to keys to to gain entrance to any of the doors in the school and who didn't know what was going on until after the fact this is a grotesque failure of leadership he needs to be brought up on on charges dereliction of duty would be the first one that i would put up um, and then you have to look down the chain of command because people, lieutenants and sergeants, and captains who were on the scene, right. when, when nothing was being directed, it needed to fall to them. It, when I was in the fire department, if we showed up at the scene and the lieutenant got up and said, well, I guess we got to wait for the chief to show up to tell us exactly what to do to put this fire out, everything would have burnt to the ground. 
So that's not the way a paramilitary operation works, and that's what law enforcement and the fire service is. It's paramilitary. It goes by rank, and it, and it's, and it goes by authority. So in Uvalde, dramatic failure of leadership in the, in the, in the law enforcement realm down there. And we really need to ask, why is the school district extracting tax dollars from people to have their own law enforcement group when those tax dollars could be going to traditional law enforcement agencies like the county or Uvalde proper or even the state police to have, to have fully trained, fully sworn law enforcement officers on scene as, as, as officers in the school. I, I, you know that, I'm yeah. at odds for that. I don't, I don't understand why that's allowed to happen. Also in the report, as we go into this break, it said in total 376 law enforcement officers, a force larger than the garrison that defended the Alamo, descended upon the school in a chaotic, unord- uncoordinated scene that lasted for more than an hour. Wow. More than <laughs> defended the Alamo. Wow. We're going to be right back, wrap things up with the one and only Frank Savato, undergroundusa.com. The woman I have searched for all my life, and that's a really long time when you get to be my age, was addicted to vaping. It was like an appendage in her hand. When she'd get deeply into something or her anxiety level would grow, it was as if she was walking around in a London fog. In our non-smoking culture, when we'd be out, she'd always have to excuse herself to go outside to take a few puffs just to satisfy the craving. So when the good people at Fume approached me to showcase their product on Underground USA, I immediately started researching their product. Fume, spelled F-U-M with the double dot diuresis over the U, is the all-natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes and vaping. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, and no-nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit associated with smoking and vaping. Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers and uses cores infused with plant oils that have been clinically proven to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to simulate menthol cigarettes, and they have other flavors like cozy chai and lemonberry bliss for those who are used to a sweeter experience. And all their flavors are 100% natural. No harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. Whether you're a smoker, an ex-smoker who still struggles with the cravings, or a vapor like the love of my life, Fume is the perfect break-the-habit tool for you. Face it, the only thing you really have to lose is the habit and the cost of that habit, which is both a financial cost and a matter of health. Come on, you know it. So head on over to breathefume.com slash UUSA and use the promo code UUSA, that's the letters U-U-S-A, to save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order, an order that could lead you or the one you love to better health and a little bit more wealth. Go to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com slash UUSA and use code UUSA. It's better to offer a smoker or a vapor a path to a solution rather than a constant complaint. And if you're like me, 
If you care enough to be concerned, Fume could help you have more years for the one you've searched for all your life. Go to breathefume, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com slash U-U-S-A and use the U-U-S-A code today. Gain some days with the one you love. Everybody's talking at me. CRN, Chuck Wilder with Frank Savato, host of Underground USA podcast, author of six monographs examining political and ideological threats facing our country. One of our threats are whenever clowns get hold of guns and go crazy like this. But then again, you just wonder why in the world the lack of leadership and all of this. And one report I see, Frank says that this uh, gunman had never fired a gun before May 24th and uh, was able to stock up on all this military rifles and all this stuff. I kind of have a feeling he probably had practiced quite a bit somewhere. Well, whether whether he, whether he did or didn't is, is yeah. almost moot at this point. The question is, um, one, where were his, the people that knew him? Where, where were his parents? Yeah, because um, he threatened them, this, didn't he? He threatened them yeah. just before this happened. Yeah, so it's, yeah. a lot so of it lies was, in their lap. Go ahead. Well, the kid was the kid was on the radar. He was on the radar. You know, so when you're when you're on the radar as somebody who's troubled, and all of a sudden you you understand somebody's stocking up on weaponry and ammunition, you need to step up and say something. You know, nobody did. And then when you compound that with the with the failure to respond. You know, it's it was a tragedy all the way around that didn't need to happen. You know, that's that's the point here, and and it almost yeah. kind of kind of piggybacks on what we were talking about in the in the first segment about the the child in in Ohio, and and the parenting. We're we're dealing with a with a generation of people who consider themselves parents, who were told that everything they did was correct, nothing they did was wrong. If, if something didn't go right in their life, they were a victim. Now they're having children, and they're instilling that concentrated idea into their children who now feel that they're not only entitled, but that they're owed something. And when they don't get it, they throw the temper tantrum that sometimes turns violent like this. So the most important job when a life comes into this world is the parent. You need to be involved in absolutely life. involved, right? You know when you're when if you're they not, were that totally involved with that chi- with that kid, they would know that he didn't need that much ammunition or that much power to go out and kill jackrabbits. Well, they also they also would have known that something that something was wrong, that something was wrong, that he was troubled by something, that he was on the edge to the point where he would walk into a school and start shooting children. If you're involved in a child's life, you know when something is bothering them. You know when something yeah. isn't correct, almost intrinsically. But these, these people didn't do that. And, and the mother up in Ohio, she's, she's the farthest thing from a parent that, she, you know, maybe the left is right. She was a birthing person. She certainly wasn't a parent. Yeah. And when they call it rape, Ten times, you know, that's uh, that's taking it to the extreme. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Absolutely. 
Well, Frank, thank you very much. Excellent report, as usual, from the one and only Frank Savato. And uh, look forward to our next visit, sir. Talk to you soon, Mr. Wilder. Thank you. Thank you. Frank Savato, undergroundusa.com. Undergroundusa.com. Thank you, Swade. Thank you for listening. And God bless the United States of America. Please like the episode on the platform you're listening to us on, leave a comment if it lets you, and share us with your friends and family. Our influence grows when you share our podcast. And don't forget to sign up for our Substack, which comes directly to you, subverting the interference of the Internet gatekeepers and social media censors. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.